devoted to me. Reading in Udell's future that she would bear a son who would be a powerful figure was an easy thing. This son would be all that his father was. Lord Alaric was a high and mighty man. Giselle could see also that this son would be skilled in the knightly arts and his devotion to his parents would be beyond question. The prediction did not satisfy the lady. Udell insisted on potions and incantations to ensure such a future for the unborn child. Giselle gave her heavily herbed wine and mumbled words that had no meaning, for she was terribly opposed to attempts to alter the future. When the child was born, he was handsome and healthy. Udell felt great joy and elation in the birth, but she did not see that Conan was the image of his father. To Udell, Alaric was already an old man, thirty-seven, when his first child was born. The young noblewoman had little passion for her aging groom. Udell turned from the fire and stared at Giselle. "'I have heard Sir Conan is home. Is that why you've come?' Giselle asked. "'My lord husband has sent word far and wide that Conan is come. There will be a tournament today, and the knight will no doubt prove himself worthy of his father's boasting.' "'You do not fear for Sir Conan's well-being, lady. He is by far the best to ride through the gates of Ansem in many years.' I do not fear, Udell snapped. Her face fell. In this humble cottage there was no need for pretense. Although Udell's beauty and vitality were sung throughout this land, here, in the company of only Giselle, she could relax her features and let the lines of years of unhappiness show. Alaric was envied by his peers, for Udell was possibly the most beautiful woman in England, but only Giselle knew that Udell scorned her husband. If I fear... It is only because my son loves fighting better than anything, she said more calmly. Giselle felt pity for the great lady. Come, she bade her, sit with me here and give me your hands. I see a proud day ahead for the mother of a great knight. I will manage the day, Udell replied. You must tell me what is ahead for Conan. But, madam, I've brought you something, Udell interrupted. She reached into the basket and pulled out a soiled and torn shirt, the type a man would wear under his tunic and mail. Giselle fingered the garment. The many hours of wear, the odour of a man's perspiration and the smell of leather and horses aided her in feeling a closeness with the owner. She knew at once that it belonged to Sir Conan. Giselle went to sit at the table. With one hand she fondled the linen shirt, and with the other hand resting on the crystal stone, She closed her eyes lightly. He was there then. His image burned into her mind. She smiled, feeling a special fondness for him. She had, after all, predicted his birth and much of his life. Giselle had been the one to suggest the boy be given a Merlin, and the child immediately proved his natural ability to handle the bird. Next, he was given a falcon, and soon after, many falcons. Even now his shield bore the blue falcon— and one beautiful bird of a deep midnight blue rested more often on Conan's forearm than any place else. It had pleased Udell to see this child excel. She had seen him leave his home at the age of only six to serve as a page to a skilled and seasoned knight, Sir Theodoric. While Lord Alaric certainly approved of the teacher, he would not have sent his son at such an early age. But Udell prodded and pushed, for she had great ambitions for the lad— Conan learned quickly. 
he served as a squire and was knighted ahead of his peers. Now, at the age of twenty, Conan's gift for fighting was well known in this part of England. All those qualities, strength, power, loyalty, that Udell had yearned for her firstborn to have were certainly his. Still, she did not see that he was his father's son. Giselle could see him in her mind's eye, a handsome young man standing taller than his father. His deep blue eyes and full beard drew a sigh from many a maid. The cold glint those same eyes could possess when he took up his sword caused his opponents to shudder. Giselle was one of the few to remember that Lord Alaric's eyes had once held that same powerful and hypnotic quality, for now they were faded and tired, and only in moments of great passion or anger did they light as Conan's did now. I can tell you of his greatest moment in the day, Giselle offered without opening her eyes. He will fare the tawny well? Certainly.